What's up, everybody? It's We Are Live. Welcome to the show. We're live in St. Louis, a Midcoast studio, midcoast.media for more information. We're jumping right into things today. Very special guest to my left. That's Roy Wood Jr. He's the funny bone all weekend. <laughs> He's got a, a wonderful shirt on, and the face you just made, like, what, what's going on, Roy? How are you, buddy? I just got a notification from American Airlines that my flight from New York to St. Louis is boarding. <laughs> mm. so what a pleasure. Apparently, I bought a plane ticket. <laughs> <laughs> weird way to brag about your salary, Roy. No, yeah. it's not bragging. This is a non-refundable ticket. That is anger. You I don't like that. I apologize. How you been? Do it, man. I'm doing well. Travis Terrell's live in Brooklyn, New York. Trap. Travis, what's going on? You got some uh, questions for Roy? Do you want to pick his brain? Try and uh, try and move oh, forward. Chris. Do you want to call oh, yourself Chris, the VP of uh, creative of creative at that HBO now? We have a real That's adorable, Chris. Okay. Roy and I go back many, many weeks uh, from our time <laughs> here in uh, New York. Uh, Did you... We have breakfast all the time. We yes. talk about uh, future projects. Yeah, it's just deals. part of the biz. <laughs> Bullshit. You guys are lying. <laughs> so he slipped you a 20 when he saw you outside the comedy cell. He's like, hey, tell these people we have breakfast together. Will you, Roy? I've never seen that man the day before. <laughs> okay, thank God. <laughs> I don't think he paid his. I don't, I don't think he paid his electric bill. He's looking sweaty this morning. What's going on, man? Man, it's Brooklyn life, man. Sometimes some things don't get paid. Winner, we'll see going. how this works. Didn't you hear the weather, man? I'm about to say, man, we turned out all the lights in this house. They said we're in a heat dome. The meteorologists keep coming up with new words. Just say it's hot. Heat wave has worked perfectly fine for three, four decades. Now, I agree. It's yes, a dome. Yes. And now it's a dome. Uh, There's a dome of heat over the Midwest and the Eastern. If you guys haven't got tickets yet, get your ass online. Funny Bone, St. Louis, all weekend long. I'm going to be there this weekend. We're going to go check out Roy. Very good show. Roy, you've been super busy. Daily shows kicking ass. I feel like you're growing. People are just all over you on Twitter, too. What's it feel like, yeah, man? What's I, it feel man, like to be that guy? I don't know if I'm that guy. I'm just trying to hang on and just keep selling a ticket or two. You know, comedy is the, the stand-up is what they can't take from you. That's true. So that's why I take it the most seriously. I mean, Daily Show is a blessing, but Chris Rock had a quote that everything he does is to sell more tickets at his show. Think, Movies. Yeah. The, any, anything you see him do that's not stand-up is to get you to come watch stand-up. It's, all, that's, yeah, it's that's breadcrumbs everywhere you go. Yeah, so, you know, we're doing the Daily Show thing, and then, you know, Comedy Central gave me an opportunity to, to, to do a sitcom pilot. So I hear. So I'm we shot really that in Alabama. That. We'll know in a week or two whether or not that's getting picked up to series. How, how does that work as far as, so they go, they have you shoot it. That's a huge investment in itself. Yes. And that's a huge step forward. What are the next steps for that? You said they, they green light it, and then they what? They give you six episodes? It's no different than music. You, yeah. that, that was my demo tape. I got sent down to Alabama to, <laughs> to shoot my demo. Can I take you to a really cool gas station? We can go try and sell it? Yeah. Uh, and, then, side? Okay. and then you give it back. This is my demo of my TV show. Would you please watch it? <laughs> <laughs> and then they put it in a room full of people who don't get it, and then they trash it. It's called a focus group. Uh-huh. And then they decide whether or not to make the program. And so that's pretty much the process. You, so you, you run so low RPM, like the RPM, you're always chill. You're, every time you come in, you're, you're, just, you're moving along at a, at a great pace. But does, it, does anything make you nervous at this point it, with that? That's a big deal, right? I mean, you've got this not happening. You've done so many different things. But this is a big deal to do your own, I guess, series for Comedy this, Central, this right? The sitcom is a little, is, is definitely something where I, like, I kind of hone in and kind of, put on horse blinders to focus on because 
it's a lot. It didn't hit me till the first day on set. You go, oh, damn. There's 90 people working here. And That's most of them deal. are from the state. This could be good for the state. This could help people. And, and like I had, there, there were like extras coming up to me. There was a girl who drove up from Pensacola to be an extra. For like, wow. Which pays like maybe like I don't know eighty dollars for the day, eighty to hundred bucks it's for the day. About the opportunity. Yeah. And that's but that's gas. Right. She came up for one day to be an extra. She's like, there's nothing down here in the south. There's nothing that shoots often enough or frequent enough for me to be able to pursue this without moving to the coast. And everyone can't move yet. So right. Right. There's a sense of responsibility that I'm starting to feel with some of my projects, and that makes me nervous, because it's not about succeed or fail. It's like Oh damn! This could open opportunities to people. I, all right, I gotta take it serious. All right, I gotta stay up late and type the script. Travis, Whereas, did you hand him uh, your resume whenever you guys got together? <laughs> well, no, we, but we, Roy and I did have a, a brief conversation about his pilot, and and Roy, but I, I'm, if you wouldn't mind, why was Alabama uh, filming there? Why was that so important? Because you mentioned about the pressures and responsibilities that come along now that you have your own project. Why was it necessary to film this particular pilot in Alabama to to bring about that exposure? Well, one, that's where I'm from. Two, it, so the the show well, to know the show would understand the justification. So, the show is about two probation officers handling their caseload in the South, and just the process of monitoring clients and the the criminal justice system. As I use one of my wokey woke words, um, <laughs> recidivism. <laughs> you we, get arrested, they figure out a way to arrest you again, they figure out a way to hit you with so many fees and court costs and all of that that you end up violating your probation. So You're made into a commodity. Correct. And so the South is a place where committing a crime puts you on that merry-go-round. And so mm -hmm. the South is a place where that happens. And so, you know, to have an opportunity to write about what I consider to be a forgotten group of people that we really don't fight for. And when you look at crime and punishment on TV, just in an entertainment sense, it's, it's catch the criminal court or it's jail. Like those are the yeah. three prisms that we explore the criminal justice system. At no point do we explore reform and reentry into society and wherever there's conflict, there's comedy. So I figure, okay, here's a unique topic that people that you've never seen before on television with the exception of maybe the last OG, but that's told from the perspective of the client, not the probation right, officer. Right, right. So to me, I go, this is something new that we could explore. It's happening all over the country, but especially in the South, especially where mm -hmm. you have these disproportionate racial incarceration rates. So then it makes sense to explore it in a predominantly black city. Everybody's done Atlanta. So if you got a new topic, do it in a new place. So why not do it at home so I can stay at my mama house? <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Because you know, Alabama is a place that people don't know a lot about, and you have a lot of preconceived assumptions because of the politicians and the policies that come out of that state. But there's a gang of people working to do the right thing. And if nobody else is going to try and pick the state up, it's going to be somebody from the state. If I don't do I'm it, curious. Do I'm curious now, as, as for as long as you've done stand-up, and considering where we are when it comes to political and social issues in 2019, are comedians, do they feel more of an obligation to address some of these issues now more than ever, considering that we're at a time, at least for this generation, where we've never seen political and social issues thrown or in our face as much as they are now? So do comedians feel kind of an obligation to discuss these topics more? 
I don't think you have an obligation as a comedian to pivot off of what you've been doing before shit got serious in the country. If mm. what you do is this style of comedy, then continue to do that because that's going to feed someone that doesn't want to hear the political opinions and things that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always going to mm-hmm. be it's it's no different than food, man. Like, all right, there's all these different new foods and but if what you do if your restaurant serves this, don't change. Like, there's no reason Burger King should have tacos. Like, that's what that's a bad pivot. Thank you, Roy. I was hoping. I don't you, know if this analogy is making sense it. anymore. Yeah. Well, <laughs> to, to your point, I don't need to hear Jeff Dunham telling me uh, about the next uh, great not, libertarian candidate. It's not. It's if that's what Jeff Dunham hasn't. If Jeff Dunham has never done that, then right. I believe you are wrong to tell Jeff Dunham it's now time to get serious. Put down the right. puppets, Jeff Dunham. No, right. that's not what he does. For me and other people in my in my ballpark who have opinions and do talk about some stuff, I do think that we have a responsibility. And to me, that's part of what my sitcom is trying to do because I don't really buy into the national political conversation and arguments. You rarely hear me talk about things that are on a national level. My obsession is more with state and local because those are the things that are going to affect more people faster and those are the things that I'd rather talk about. Because no matter who's in office at the federal level, you still got state and local judges locking people up for half an ounce of weed, sending them away for years. That's never going to be a federal issue. That's a state issue. So I'd rather talk about the things that are happening at that level and kind of more, I don't know if it's micro, macro, whatever, but at the smaller level to focus on. And that's why I tend to focus my stand-up. So for me, I choose to go, yes. It is time to point out more of the BS and focus on it. But I don't think any comic has to act. Like, there's no Batman signal, like a microphone in the cloud. (laughs) (laughs) Thunder, thunder, thundercats. Yeah, right. Every comedian's eyes turn red with political humor. Uh, To your point, too, I think uh, if you dive in on it, you're not properly educated on it or whatever, then it cheapens it, too. Right. If you're if you're just going to jump in and you feel like you just have to toss in to toss in, that's not genuine. And people see that really quick. Like, you know, like I, I didn't like and, and she's a friend. I'm, we, we've talked a couple times and met each other on a photo shoot, but it didn't it didn't sit well with me when Kathy Griffin made a statement and said that Kevin Hart should be talking about Trump. Like just in terms of assessing what a comedian should or shouldn't be doing, like that's never right. been Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart's comedy is about himself his world the people within it like it's it's almost the difference between cosby and Pryor in terms of one person's talking about themselves the other person's talking about the world kevin hart has never been that so to say now is the time for you to pivot and sell tacos at your burger restaurant <laughs> have you had that taco yet at burger king Man, i ain't trying that I, I'm no. curious. Gar- We've got our producer, Chris Gardner, here. <laughs> He's going to weigh no. in. Someone no. the other day might have went and got the, you know, double whatever burger they got there and a couple tacos. Not as good as the Jack in the Box taco deal, I believe. Uh, it's a, it is a little cheesier, but more of a nacho cheese, a lighter. Break it down for us, Chris. A lighter shell. Then. Still a fried shell, but a little bit of a lighter <laughs> shell. Plus, What's the lettuce situation? It's okay, but okay. Jack in the Box still, the allure to me is being able to get that buttermilk ranch and dip that taco into the buttermilk ranch. And <laughs> Roy lived off that for years yes. coming up. And, um, yes, I, in, in I respect that Jack in the Box came in the game out the gate crazy. Look, it's burgers, got jalapenos on it. We don't know what we're doing. 
Do you remember they survived? It's three in the morning. We're open. What's up? They survived a salmonella issue. I remember being like six and thinking like, oh, don't go to Jack in the Box. Like, and they came back. No. You know what? Good for Jack in the Box. We're back. They, they are. Travis, we've got to get Roy out of here. He has a super busy schedule as he's uh, Mr. Popular these days. And we're so proud of him. Dad, comedian, actor, everything, man. You're killing it. Thank you all for having me back in the mix. I mean that. And um, I'm trying to think of something sincere to say. No, you know what we should do? You know whose birthday it is today? Okay. That woman in the photo up there? Mia Jackson? Mia Jackson. Happy birthday. I you saw, turned us on to Mia, and she's like one of our good friends now. I saw Mia two nights ago. She's going to be, I don't know if I should say this, but I'm going to say it. She was there. It's public knowledge. You shouldn't have been in public for me wanting to say it, Mia. <laughs> um, she should be on an upcoming episode of Comedy Central Live at the Comedy Cellar. Uh, pretty soon. She, she, me is one of the, I can't even say rising star anymore. What do you she's call somebody? Like, she's, she's great. She's like a, the, the hot new rookie that's ready, like got the call up from AAA. He's like Making ready it happen. To, yeah, ready to tear it up. Guys, go see and, Roy. Uh, and as always, an uh, amazing uh, thank you to Roy. Roy, who, of course, incredibly busy in the middle of working on his pilot, uh, took the time, obviously, to, to sit down with Old, old Trav here in New York, and uh, I, I am so appreciative of Roy taking his time once again for doing that and what he continues to do for a lot of young comedians and writers currently. So, um, Roy, I, as always, I really do appreciate you not only doing the show, but what you've done for me. So thank well, you, sir. Thank you. And Roy appreciates you wearing an undershirt on the show today. As That's Travis it, yeah. <laughs> That's all I had, man. It's the only thing that was clean. It wouldn't be us if I didn't make you turn red, man. Come on. This is our friend here. we got to keep him rolling. Roy Wood Jr., follow him on Twitter. Go see him at Funny Bone this weekend. We're going to get him out of here. We'll take a very quick break. We'll be back. Our friend Reggie Edwards is here as well. Travis, we'll be right back, buddy. All right, man. Welcome back to We Are Live, Chris Denman live in St. Louis. Travis Sorrell's in Brooklyn, New York. And the man, the myth, the legend, Reggie Edwards is here from New York as well. Travis, how many great black dudes am I going to book today? We've got DC Curry on the wow. show, man. This is what I do. I bring people together, Reggie. People of color, they appreciate <laughs> me. Travis, this is a real New York comic. Wait, you don't, hold on, man. So you just went and said, <laughs> oh, hey, yeah, a lot that just went on in that sentence. Okay. A lot just went on in that sentence. First you said, like, I booked the best black people, so you sounded like Trump for half a second. And then you're <laughs> sitting up here, love me. And, then you, and then you said, yeah, then you said people love you. According to whom? According to whom? What black right, magazine have you, you read? What? Thank you. Dude, he's, Thank battle, you. he's a battle rapper. Don't let, him, don't let him be mean to me, Travis. I say, yo. <laughs> look, at, look at Reggie. Look at Reggie is so New York now. Look at him. He Am looks I? like a for real New Yorker now. Look, look you like have changed, Reggie. You Travis, do. You have changed, sir. Travis, he you did a changed. guest spot last night. By the way, huge thanks to everybody who came out to Southtown Pub last night. Uh, Meredith Hopping hosted. Unreal show. Everybody was, crowd was packed. It was awesome. A summer show. Reggie got up there. He did seven minutes, and if he would have done eight, people's guts would have been on the floor. It was, uh, it was very impressive, and New York finally made you decent, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey. He finally got some reps in. Yeah, you're kicking ass. Don't forget, I hit the ceiling in St. Louis, so I had to, I had needed more room to grow, so I went out to New York, man. So it's good to be back, now, How has man. it been treating you? Been how did New York, or how is New York treating you, in fact? It's good, especially uh, the entertainment side of things, the battle rap. The comedy, everything been good. You know, it's 
more opportunity, more exposure out there. So I think I've been getting like the right looks I need, yeah. um, performing at the right venues. Um, the battle rap, that's really been going crazy too, cause I got, um, I'm on the biggest battle rap league in, in August, August 24th, the URL. That's like the biggest battle. Oh wow! Ever. URL. I know you heard of it. He he white, so he ain't heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he I know, tried to. I uh, tried to drop eight mile. Look, I tried to drop an eight mile line, and, and then he gonna say the lyrics wrong. I hate you. <laughs> he gonna say the lyrics wrong. I said knees weak, arms are ready. Arms are ready. What? <laughs> arms are ready to what? What? No, that's not to steal you. Bro. And I almost let him slide, but the battle rapper in me was like, "No, nah, you, you gotta address that. It's a battle rapper. You gotta address that. Like, no, we're not gonna let you slide, man." Travis, have you? Uh, did you participate in any battle rapping uh, growing up in in the St. Louis city? <sighs> man, man you're saying, look. I'm trying. Look, I'm trying to take look, it down. First, first, you say the the you got a great black guy, another great black guy on the show. <laughs> Three. And now you're gonna assume he's a battle rapper. He I just asked. Rapper. He assumed I was a cowboy. Just, just so happened you, I was. You, I about to say you not. <laughs> <laughs> Answer the question, Travis. Oh shoot. Man, I ain't answering your damn question about whether or not. Okay, I did battle rap. But that was between me and the homies. All right, so that was between me and the homies. Like, but I ain't never, I ain't never thought I was good enough just to be out in public and do it. That is just insane. So, I mean, I think battle rapping is like, that's an art form that I think every artist thinks they can probably jump into almost every different type of platform. That's yeah. one that I know that I'll never ever be able to touch because people who are able to do it consistently as well as like Reggie and others, like I, I yeah, no, I'm good. I can't well, even rhyme things with Cat, let alone do a battle rap. Well, um, and it's that wolf. Kind, that kind of run that <laughs> battle okay. rap. You got it in you. Oh wow. Okay. All right. Uh -huh. yeah. All right Travis, uh, <laughs> don't you think too? It's wolf and sheep's clothing. Like heckler is. First of all, you shouldn't mess with comedians because that they get paid to be funny and be witty and, and come back strong. But if you heckle Reggie, he's also a battle rapper. He might make a couple verses out of, out of the situation. It's not just gonna be crowd work. Yeah, man. No, I, I would imagine, I don't know why people would heckle any comedian, let they alone do. a black comedian, because we grew up in, um, like, I feel like the reason why you see so many, uh, so many successful African-American comedians, because I feel like we were in born act. in it. Well, that helps. But we were born in funnier. it. Like, we're like Bane. Like, we were born in the darkness. So mm -hmm. we had, we, we didn't need to adjust. Like, it was just part of us. It was instinctual. So I think for us get, to be, yeah. You ready to get mad at me again? Reggie, did oh, okay. you Joan as a child? Mm. Yes, oh, I did, Joan. I think <laughs> I think that's where the, the comedic side of me came from. Like, to be honest, um, I think that's how I started battle rapping, too, because if you think about it, battle rapping, that's just Joaning, but, you know, yeah. you're rhyming at the same time. Uh, I definitely was a class clown. I definitely used to Joan a lot. Um, elementary school all the way to high school i eased up a little bit on high school and joining a little bit people got bigger tougher than you no i actually started to like like a lot of people is not as fortunate you oh. know what i'm saying because i used to like go in and i got to looking like well maybe they ain't doing so good in life you know what i'm saying yeah, everybody yeah, yeah. yeah so i didn't want to punch down yeah so i used to join on people like that like who wasn't as fortunate if they started with me that's the <laughs> 
<laughs> if they started it with me, then I'm going there. But I wasn't the initiator, so I, right. I yeah. So that makes sense, uh, Travis. We've got Reggie here too. Are there something? You got a little mark on your eye. What is it? Is there any physical violence at uh, battle rap events? Mm mm mm. It's funny that you ask that. <laughs> hmm. Oh wow! Wait, it's, what? It's There's funny. a story. Does that, do people get heated? So got physical? Uh, it actually, what well, I did actually did have a physical altercation <laughs> Sunday at a battle rap. <laughs> oh. Yeah, and, and and the funny part is, I wasn't even battle rapping, and it came from me joning. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow! It, it actually did. Travis, uh, don't you think that's like more of a if you cause some if your words are so hurtful, somebody swings on you? Like that's actually. Nah, I need to know this story. Yeah, man, I need to yeah. know. Oh, do y'all do y'all want to know? It's a video out too, by the way. And everything oh. I'm about to say matches the video. I don't know if y'all can bring okay. it up. <laughs> the video yeah, up. We'll find anyway, but it's we might video. be able to at the break. I don't know. Okay, man. at the yeah. break. Okay, all right. Well, look. How long is the video? The video is uh probably a minute long, just a minute long. We'll see about it. Look, but tell us what happened. If we can bring it up, we will. Okay, this is what happened, guys. Um, <laughs> This is what happened. All right, <laughs> he's trying to see if he's going to so incriminate himself. We Travis. we and um we we all the battle rap world. We got a battle rap group on Facebook, so mm-hmm. where you know we just like a mom's group. No, it's a battle rap group. Okay, just, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but anyway, uh, it's a battle rap uh, group on Facebook where we all you know what I'm saying we talk about battle rap related stuff. We talk about each other, you know, Joan is, you know, that's what we do. Yeah. And um, I was joning on this guy um, and I was getting at him pretty good. And um, he was kind of sensitive about a lot of stuff. A battle rap was sensitive. Could you believe that? <laughs> um, and he was like, yo, man, man, quit, quit playing with my name, man. I don't, I don't play like that. People know I don't play like that. Dot, dot, dot. Now, he was dramatic. Mm. A dot, dot, dot. That leads me to fill in the blank. And I'm assuming dot, dot, dot means you want to fight, obviously. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> what you going to send a dot, dot, dot for yeah, if you, like. Yeah. That's you a good point. A, yeah, like dot, dot, dot. Like, hmm, what could that mean? Right, it, right. it sounds like a threat. Like three dots is definitely a threat. Two dots probably just cussing me out three sure. dots is like yeah i want to fight <laughs> right. and one dot that's a period you ended your sentence mm-hmm. so um he sent that and he sent something along the lines like he said something like the only reason you talking this stuff is because you in new york if you was in st louis right now i would have been touched you <laughs> oh boy now look please tell me you didn't do this I'm, whole trip just to come home now look, and I'm, get into a fight. I'm not a violent person. Now, obviously, look, look, he sent that. So I was like, OK, I actually do happen to have to get my car registered. So <laughs> you were I, looking, you were like Bugs Bunny when he knows like he's like, oh, I'm going to get some. You're like a cartoon character. Like, I'm going to I'm going to make something happen here. Look, I have a feeling you could have avoided this. It It could have been avoided. But at the current moment, like tension was high. And it was like, it was only one thing left to do once we were in each other's face. Because it, it only could have went that way. It was like, it was no one there to defuse the situation. It was just us. It wasn't like a big crowd. Like, the crowd came after we started fighting. It wasn't like formed, like. So there, there was no pageantry. You really wanted to just no. get down after each other. Um, Kind of, because we 
kind of tried to like talk. Well, let me finish uh, saying like, so I drove out here 15 hours straight, no sleep. You know, I stopped for gas like a couple of times. And uh, I got here Saturday. Um, I did a comedy show um, that, that went well. And Sunday was the day of the actual battle rap event. Um, and I actually told them I was coming to the battle rap event. I don't know if everybody thought I was just joking, but I was actually legit coming to see the battle rap. So it, yeah. was, a, it, was, a, it was a nice uh, event. So um, when I pulled up to the battle rap event, it's the beginning of the event. Uh, I shake. I'm seeing everybody I know. They're like, oh, Reggie in town, T- shaking hands. You know what I'm saying? Hi to everybody. And I see the guy um, who, you know, we had, I had words with and stuff like that. And I didn't even acknowledge him. I just, you know what I'm saying, walked past him, said hey to other few people. And it was him that came over to me. He tapped me like, yo, we got to talk. I'm like, I want to have a chat, man. I want to have a chat, man. Really? Like... <laughs> So he called, me, he called me over, yeah, man, I told you, one thing I don't play about is my name. It's a big guy. A big guy, he got, a little, he got the little weight on me and stuff like that. So he like, yo, man, um, you know, you playing with my name, man, I told you I don't play like that, this, that, and the third. Now, I say, man, look, if you offended off anything off Facebook, man, I don't know what to tell you. But, you know, what, what are you talking about when you said the only reason I'm saying this is because I'm in New York, and if I was in St. Louis, you would have been touch me right now. He said, and I meant that. So oh boy. From, so what 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 you expect to happen from that point on? Like, yeah, yeah. you kind of you kind of yeah, it, kind of think like, that, right? like, at, like, at that okay. point you're at that point of no return. So so we did the classic chest bump, you know how we used to do in middle school. <laughs> you put, yeah. you put your shoulder like get up off me, like we do. <laughs> you're on me. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, on yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. F- fuck fuck you, we man. Did, we did the, the classic chest bump. So I pushed him. And he, he went back like a, a step or two, and then he pushed me, and I went back like five steps. So. <laughs> He's like, a bigger guy. Yeah, so that that put that was a fighting push right there. I was like, oh, okay, he's serious. So uh-huh. he's kind of a big guy. And um, you got to fight, like, bigger guys strategically, especially, like, <laughs> yeah. like, my side. Like, I ain't got that many muscles. I'm cool. Like, y'all see me, I'm, I'm, I got a little bit of something like that. I'm all right. So I was like, all right. I gotta do something crazy. So I did I did the Bruce Lee kick. I did the Bruce Lee kick. Right in the belly button. All you see is his belly button. He had an Audi, it inverted. It went to an any. Boom. As soon as it went in, he kind of went like this. And then you see a right. Ugh. First right knocked off his glasses. Flew off. Flew off. Then I hit him with another right. Then you see his hat pop off like a bottle cap of wine or something like that. <laughs> when, his hat, when his hat flew off, I don't know where it went, but we ain't see his hat for the rest of that night. His hat, <laughs> we still looking for his hat. I don't know where. It made it to St. Charles. It's in St. Charles. So I don't know where his hat. It was a Wu-Tang hat. It's probably in Staten Island. I don't know. So, so he, I, I knocked off his hat. As soon as I knocked off his hat, he swung. And I weave. The wind just, you know what I'm saying? So he's a big guy. And you know, you know how big guys fight. Big guys will corner you and try to grapple. Yeah. That's their signature move. Like that's their special. Uh-huh. So he tried to do the grapple. And he got me. And when he grappled me, I was like, oh shit, this is it. <laughs> that's a bad feeling. He grabbed me and he ran me to the wall. And dude, when he ran me to the wall. He got me with like uh, um. He grabbed me by the hair. He grabbed me by the dread. Like he retwisted one of my dreads. Oh he re- wow! He retwisted one of my oh, dreads. No. And the security, <laughs> the security was right there. Now the security is is bigger than him. 
So the security, he grabs me, the littlest person, and while he got me, the other guy, he got my dreadlock, retwisting it with one hand, and he uppercutted me. Somebody was doing like that? Yeah, he, 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 he twisting it with one hand, he uppercutted me with the other. So when he hit me with the uppercut, he knocked off my glasses. Glasses say, I'm out of here. <laughs> Flew off like a boomerang, but they ain't come back. <laughs> so now I'm like, okay, now I got to fight off sound because I can't really see like this. <laughs> I'm like, all right, this, I had to get into my daredevil mode. Randy turned into daredevil. Good daredevil guy. Mode. So I'm like, I got to hear his. I was listening to the sound. And I was like, uh, uh, uh. So he got me with a clean little uppercut. The uppercut, uh, the glasses, the impact of the uppercut, the glasses, that's what. That's cut, the eye? Yeah, okay. that, that's what cut the eye and stuff like that. So um, when, he, when he cut my eye and stuff like that, I actually seen like black and white. I say, I, I'll say, okay, it's one of them punches. So one of them adrenaline punches. So I gave him a right. I, uh, I exchanged the right. And when I hit him with the right, you will see his knees buckle. Ten buck two. Boop, boop, boop. Buckaroo. You know what I'm saying? His knees. Sure, uh, sure. uh, uh, uh. So the, the security got me in a headlock. He pulled me up off of him just when I was about to follow up with some more punches. Now, at this moment, I, I wasn't tripping off the security steady grabbing me the whole fight until I seen the video. Because when I seen the video, I was like, I think I got jumped. <laughs> he wasn't grabbing you. He was his friend. <laughs> yeah, they was friends. Yeah. He was friends with the security guard. Well, I, didn't that, know, yeah. I didn't know that at first. Yeah. I didn't know that at first. So um, that explains why the security guard kept on grabbing me. So I... Throw the security guard off, and he was musty too. Almost, Whew, God, oh God, he almost knocked me off off stage. Stench alone, man. He threw that that heavy forty pound arm around my head, man. I said, God. So I threw him up off me. So then I followed up with another kick punch combo. The down down, yeah, the down. In a, in a video game, it's the down down B. Y'all familiar with the down down B? So I hit him with another kick punch. So when I hit him with the kick punch. He swung with, oh my God, thank God my hearing was working because I ain't see it coming. <laughs> I heard it, and when he swung, they say, Phew. I heard the wind say, that was close. And so I bagged up, and he hit the back of a pickup truck. Like, I feel sorry for whoever <laughs> drive that pickup truck because their insurance going to be high as hell when they see that dent in the back of the pickup truck. So when he hit the truck, I swung again, hit him with one. I think he caught me with one, and then we swung again and exchanged one, and by then, the fight kind of got confusing because um, a group of people ran up because the group of people that ran up thought I was fighting uh, his brother. A person thought I was fighting their brother or something like that. So when they ran up and he realized it wasn't his brother, it got broke up. He's like, oh, that, that's not my brother. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, keep on. But, keep on. But, but the guy who ran up, we exchanged punch. Like, he punched me. Another and, person punched and, and I didn't see it. I didn't have my glasses on. When I seen, I just seen a white shirt running up, and I'm like, yes, I got help. And then the hand hit me. I said, oh, shit. <laughs> it punched me, and I'm like, oh, my God. Now I'm fighting. I thought I was fighting two of the same person. I thought he's probably switched shirts or something like that. But then, like, when we punched each other, the guy, it was some guys. They was like, no, that's the wrong person. They're like, oh, He's like, sorry, man. He thought you were somebody else. I'm like, but that's not how this works. I'm like, okay, he just hit me, but whatever. Yeah. At this point, I'm still trying to get to the other guy. So the other guy is all confusion. So I'm like, all right, I got even, even like a little drop of blood on the side of my face. So I'm like, where's the other guy at? So, you know what I'm saying? I went and seen the other guy. He was out. 
I, he by this time he had his glasses on. I don't know where he found his hat at, but he he put his whole outfit back on. So I tapped Just enjoying him. Enjoying the event. Yeah, yeah. So I tapped him again. I say, let's finish. So everybody was like, nah, man, just shake on it, and that's it. And we shook on it. It was like, all right. And he was like, man, you know this didn't have to happen, right? I'm like, it did have to happen. <laughs> it did. You, it had to you happen. You literally said it had at the beginning of the rules. He right. said it you, had you sent me three dots. <laughs> you sent three dots. <laughs> you sent three dots, man. You th- come on, three man. Three dots, I, it was on. I sent you sent me three. I had to make that yeah. drive 15 out when you sent me three dots, man. There it is. Three dots. You sent me three dots. You wanted to fight. <laughs> so so I, I came up, man. And don't think that's the reason I drove out here. Please, I think that is the reason. I think (laughs) I think the last twenty minutes of this story just proved Uh, that that's the reason. Listen, man, you sent me three dots. (laughs) Travis, you coming back for three dots? Travis, if I send if I send Travis three dots right now, he's on his way, man. Mm -hmm. He don't know what that means. I will be on an Amtrak, and I'll be about there about twenty two, twenty three hours. Three dots. I gotta I, be there. I drove. I wasn't even listening to no music on the way up here. Only thing playing in my head is three dots. Dot. 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 Shadow boxing. He left car, me yeah. to assume. Dot. 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 I was doing push-ups every day, yeah. just thinking he sent me three dots. We need to get Reggie a shirt from By Jack that's just three, <laughs> three dots. But, on but 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 salute to the guy because we we shook on it. It's it's squash. It ain't no beef or nothing like that. Which is how. A lot of people should handle their problems rather than, you know what I'm saying, the actual violence that's going on, escalating or whatever. So after we fought, um, we went and uh, watched the battle rap event. It was a solid battle rap event. Everyone went home happy. Um, it worked out. It worked out, and that was it. You know, my car registered now. <laughs> good for you. Everything, I, I get my AC fixed, but everything, everything is good, Look man. Look at Reggie. He's yeah. making moves, Travis. Yeah, man. Um but don't don't think I'm a I'm not a violent I'm not a controversial person. That's probably like um, my first fight within two years. So that's oh, pretty two good. Years. That yeah, is yeah, good, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, I think a fight every two years is is pretty reasonable. <laughs> a fight every keeps, two keeps years. Your yeah, it keeps Mickey juicy. Conor McGregor. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's kind of Conor's schedule now, right? Uh-huh. So um, just does it to make a little money, get get the dust up and moving again. Uh-huh. Uh, we've got Reggie Edwards Reggie, in the studio. It, it, Sorry, go ahead, Travis. Uh, Reggie, no, 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 no. I, I, I was just going to ask Reggie because Roy kind of alluded to it previously. And we remember when Reggie, uh, after the battle competition for our show, uh, Reggie going off to New York. And I wanted Reggie to speak to making that leap. I know a lot of comedians are always a little hesitant and everyone's timing's different as oh, far yeah. as making the leap, coming to a place like New York or going to L.A. or Chicago. Definitely. Uh, what has it done for you, your career, making that leap, finally jumping out there into the big pond? What has that done for you? And what do you say to others who are considering it right now? Well, I'm going to say this. It, it's one of those things where, like, you just got to – you can't think about it or you can't get other people's input about it because, like, doing too much thinking or getting other people's <laughs> input, that would probably, like – you will probably talk yourself out of even making a leap in the first place. Right. And, and you yeah. got to think of it the same way as doing comedy. Like when you hopped on the stage, like you just did it. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't have to do too much thinking about it because you, if you was going to keep talking to yourself, oh, I'm going to hop on stage one day, I'm going to do this. 
And, um, you know, I, I... Just like hosting things and paying attention from afar. That's yeah. not a good plan? You don't... Like, ho that's not a good oh, you, what you doing, <laughs> basically? <laughs> Travis, I thought I was hanging out with you. He went in on me for not doing any stand-up. Yeah, I was like, man, shut he, up. He's <laughs> one of those. Shut up. <laughs> it, you just got to do it, man. Like, I, I would say, like, <clears throat> St. Louis is definitely a good place to start comedy, um, you know, but you're going to eventually have to perfect your craft because... I hit the ceiling. I feel like I hit the ceiling. I feel like, okay, what else is it for me to do? Like, I won, like, a few competitions and stuff like that. You know, I got my reps in, but I didn't really see my career going anywhere else, like, in St. Mm -hmm. Louis. Uh, so I felt like I needed an extra push, you know, to kind of put my back against the wall to really, like, bring out the true comedian in me. So I was like, what place could I go to? that I know that's, that's tough, that's gonna really mold me into becoming a great comedian. And I was like, mm -hmm. I think New York is a, a, a pretty good place. And mind you, like, I don't have like, nobody I know out in New York. It was like, it was almost impromptu, cause I told my mom, I was like, mom, I'm, I'm gonna go on to New York. She like, boy, quit playing. <laughs> <laughs> then she see she see me right. packing all my stuff. What you doing? I'm going to New York. All right, you, you still playing. Then she see my going away show. What going away work? I'm going to New York. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> packing my stuff in the car. You you coming back? You can go to the store. No, I'm going to New York. So I, I, <laughs> going to the store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I just I just I just went out there. I threw all my stuff in the car. You know what I'm saying? Drove 15 hours, and I feel like it it really it really paying off for me. Um, because like it's so much opportunity out in New York, and it's room for you to grow. And like like the struggle really helps you, cause not only does it give you material, but you learn things. I learned how to change brakes. I learned how to cook. You see my meals. Like I, you, I, you're you're a damn cooking show on yeah, your social media. Yeah, you make I, me hungry all the yeah, time. Yeah, I want to learn how to cook like that. Like it for it kind of puts you in survival mode, you know. And I moved. I'm 26 mm -hmm. now. I moved out there when I was 24. I been out there for two years. So I was like, okay, I'm learning stuff. As it go on, like I had a, 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 a when I moved out there, shitty room, eight hundred dollars, no air, AC. It was even a few roaches. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, not sure if they paid rent or not. But <laughs> Travis just dealt. <laughs> Travis just dealt with an army of rats two days ago. Whenever it started raining. Oh yeah, you can't avoid the rats. You know the rats big when when they gallop. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know the rats big when they gallop. Yes. Like you throw a saddle on there and just ride it. Like you know, like that makes sense. But but yeah, man, New York definitely like molds you into becoming like a great comedian, artist. Period. Like whatever you're trying to do, because it's, it's a bunch of opportunity and outlets for you to grow. And um, it's one of those things where you just gotta leap and do it. Like I'm not gonna act like I'm still not, you know struggling a little bit like because you have your ups and downs mm -hmm. but it's all about consistency and staying focused and i promise if you just stay consistent with everything the hard work will pay off you know and i'm still working like even like on the battle rap side of things because new york that's like the one of like the mecca of hip-hop so you know like right. uh comedy battle rap uh art poetry whatever you're trying to do i feel like new york is the place to do it because you could definitely grow even um in LA or Chicago or something like that like just step out of your comfort zone and I think that's what's gonna definitely inspire you and make you a better artist
That's a, and proximity is such an important thing too, Travis. Like you're you're going and you're pitching. Uh, obviously, you're part of a program with Sesame Street, so that's very cool. But at the same time, the fact that you can walk out your door and then go have lunch with Roy or breakfast or whatever, you can go meet up with. I mean, Reggie was talking about it too. He said he's like he doesn't even realize he's around comics all the time, and he'll have to have people tell him who he is. It's not a disrespect thing. Yeah. It's just it's a ne- it's like <laughs> it's a weird thing, but it's like the rats. Like there's just stars and talented people everywhere. Yeah. And and it's gonna make you level up, isn't it, Trav? No, Reggie. To Reggie's point, he's exactly in that <clears throat> this city because there's always something going on, and there's so much going on, and there are so many different types of stories and people with different backgrounds. It's if you're a comedian and you're observant, like there is literally a five to 10 minute set on a train ride every morning. Like just the interactions, the engagements and the things that you see and just the way that everyone's moving. I think as an artist, as a comedian, this is a perfect place to be because to Reggie's point, you're, you see things and you start to mold that into your material or you add it to something in your screenplay. Like just the vibe and the energy of the people kind of, forces you to it heightens your awareness and so if you are a comedian who's like everything you see you're putting it in your notebook like you're going to likely see something that's just going to blow your mind here in new york so even from a creative standpoint the city kind of works in a way that is truly beneficial to most artists makes sense guys real quick got to tell you about st louis counseling services they just put out one of their uh, new podcasts they talked to uh Comics, uh, professionals, uh, they've even had Corey Hirsch, former NHL goaltender on, Ben Hockman from the Post-Dispatch. St. Louis Counseling Services, improving lives since 1955 here in St. Louis. Be sure you check out their website, stlouiscounseling.org. And again, the podcast, Mental Health Matters, where they break down the stigma of mental health each and every week. And they Reggie, what projects? Right Reggie, what projects are you, uh, you have in line? What are some of the things that you're trying to get lined up? Or what's the next step for you now that you've got two strong years under your belt in New York and of course still being a New Yorker, what is what's on deck for you or what are your next goals? Um, well what are you doing in Los Angeles? Uh Los Angeles, if everything go good, man, um, I don't know if I ain't gonna I ain't gonna tell you all the news, but it if everything go good I might I might go out to um LA uh by the end of the year if everything plays out nice. right. If I get picked up on this T V show. So uh that that's pretty good. Um but before even that, I got like the URL, the big uh, battle rap event. Now that's like if you if you follow battle rap, you would know like how big that is. It's um actually like a proving ground, and that's basically like an audition. It's the big leagues and, into mm-hmm. like the uh, big leagues and stuff like that. So like I I got that August twenty fourth. Um, so that's in New York. So I'm focused on that right now. I'm still like I. But you're I, up for a TV show, also. You said. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm up for a TV show. That's crazy. But like, it's like, if, if like something like is gonna pop like soon for me, but I don't know what is because it's like comedy going in one direction and battle rap is going in one direction. I know they eventually is gonna like cross paths, and people always ask me like, which one you like more? Which one you gonna choose? And it's. To me, it's all entertainment. Yeah. Because, like, I'm just entertaining a crowd, but I know, like, it's probably going to be days where, like, I probably have a battle rap event the same day as a comedy show or, or something like that. But I think I think I still would be able to, like, do both of them. Yeah. Um, but 
I, I got that event coming up. I'm real excited about that um, to touch that platform because that'll definitely uh, build me up a nice following that, you know what I'm saying, who who doesn't need a following that's an artist, you know? Yeah. And I think, right. like, even, like, a lot of TV <clears throat> networks and stuff like that, they pay attention to, like, your social media accounts. And, like, this Battle Rap League, this got, you know, he got a million subscribers. You got, you know what I'm saying, active viewers all the time. So, I think that will definitely give me a boost in my following, and that will help with my comedy as well. So, right, might as well, right? Uh-huh. That Travis, uh, so I think Reggie's what he wants to say is organic growth and social media is very mm. important. I yeah, so don't forget not. that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we do have a uh, – I wanted to get to a few things before we uh, wrap the first hour. Gardner, you put out a poll yesterday, and I think it's timely. Yeah. Can you explain what we put up on our Twitter account and how that's going? Yeah, sorry. I'm a little distracted. I've been sitting here trying to think of what the white equivalent of a rap battle is. And uh, so that's a roast battle, actually. Have you, are you familiar with roast battles? Yeah, know Jeff I've seen those, yeah. I call them white rap battles cause <laughs> 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 because, like, the roast battle is, like, is like the cadence and the delivery is, like, it's similar, but it's not. It's, like... I don't know, man. Have it's not as spicy. Yeah, it's not as spicy. What's the show on TBS? What's the show on TBS with the comedians and the comedic actors that do the roast battle? I mean, they do the rap battle, and it's mashed up with roasting. And there's a oh, show that's know. on TBS. There's a program on TBS, and there have been several comedians on it, but it's like um, essentially it is a combination of a rap battle and a roast battle. Uh, I have the show on top of my head. It's just completely Drop the mic. Me. There it is. Drop the mic. I've so never heard it's of that. Kinda... I me either. You big TBS guy, Trev? I'm a big fan of comedy and Characters comedians only. that we know and interviewed on this show have been on it. So No, yeah. that's, I'll have to check it out. I've never seen it. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that it was out a thing. Too. It's got Haley Bieber on it. Who's that? Haley Baldwin. She's... Oh, Justin, Justin Bieber. Oh, oh, no, that Bieber. Right. Okay, there right, you go. I was wondering, I was like, I only know one Bieber. <laughs> yeah. Okay, interesting. I was picturing, like, you know, a kind of a folksy bluegrass battle or whatever. <laughs> like, no. you got a mandolin, but, but, mando. But but white people, they actually, they, they battle rap. They, they is, That's right, Travis. Sol- yeah, Don't a, you forget it. There's a bunch of solid uh, white battle rappers and stuff like that. I think what white a- battle rappers would be to play. I think if you're, a, if you, like... I think that would be the book because Quicker all you to would, the top. if you were, well, you got to think of a way. You got to, you know, you're going up against someone, so you got to find a way to stunt your opponent. And I think if you're a white rapper, I think rapping about white privilege and having Trump in the White House, like you can't counter that if you're a black <laughs> rapper because there's nothing you can say to that. But he's like, ah, oh, shit, you're right. Chiming in. Oh, okay, in the, never mind. You won. Black sheep <laughs> in the comments uh, says that uh, the equivalent for white people is IPA reviews at brewery. Your pale ale sucks. <laughs> <laughs> from uh, the comments, also trying to cut your grass before your neighbor is the white <laughs> version <laughs> of <laughs> Even doing the passive aggressive, like where you mow a little bit of their yard, like that. Who wrote that joke, Chris? I kind of want to steal that. That's that's from uh, KFB Walnut on the uh, in the comments. I don't know who. Tell that KFB. Is. I will pay him twenty dollars for that joke. I don't think I it's. Want it. I don't think it's KFB, but I, I can't remember who this is. But either way, it's very funny. Um, real quick, so Gardner, you were distracted, but we yes. do have a poll yes. on Twitter. What is this? Well, we got an anniversary coming up tomorrow, gentlemen. It was fifty years ago tomorrow, or it will be fifty years ago tomorrow. Where they filmed that in L.A. on the set. <sighs> what is it? The the 
the hoaxers believe it was like Stanley Kubrick. I believe yeah, that directed yeah, yeah. everything. Yeah. The, uh, the moon landing. Apollo 11. We asked a poll question yesterday. Do you believe the Apollo 11 moon landing was a hoax? We have two options. Mm-hmm. For yes. <laughs> and we have, oh, hell no. For no. 84% went with, oh, hell no. That okay. it's not a hoax. Okay. 16% still. That's uh, a little more than I'd like. Question. <laughs> is that the actual photo? This is one of them, yeah. I mean, I have that, this one that's here. Actual, I don't know, man. Okay. <laughs> that was in the I, 60s, too, man. Nah, man. If you look in the guy's helmet, yeah. you see a reflection. Yeah, you see the production assistant off to right. the side. <laughs> <laughs> it may, you, can see the, you can see the room. You can see the room they're in. It's a backdrop. Uh-huh. And yeah. he's... Like, There's a green screen. Yeah, it's a definitely a green screen. Is that a curtain? Mm -hmm. there, it says director on the chair. In the <laughs> like, they're not even trying to hide it. Like, that's kind of weird. That nah. is a, so 16% of people believe that it was a hoax. Yeah. That's kind of high. I don't appreciate well, that. One of my favorite, and I'm going to go to this, this uh, picture specifically. Like I, and I know people that do believe it's a hoax. Truly? And, like, they're not yeah, kidding? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd Would you battle rap a hoaxer, <sighs> Reggie? Oh, that's easy. Okay, <laughs> good. okay, good. But one of the things is, like, the flag, it's moving. Like, look, why is it moving if there's uh, no wind or anything on the moon? And I'm like, okay, yeah. Unless it's a, a, a stiff flag. <laughs> or, but or unless... You know, to make i never it. seen a stiff flag before, <laughs> but... Unless they wanted to make sure that it was straight the entire time it's on the moon, so there's wiring behind it, and yeah. the wiring gets bent yeah. when they're planting the flag... Or that might have happened like it did. So, you know, that, that could be the explanation. Is that a spacecraft? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is, is that the spacecraft? That is the eagle. Yeah. yeah. And he, he traveled from Earth. No. Well, see, that, this, this, that was separate. this alien up on the moon left three dots yeah. in a note. He, and he oh. traveled all the way up there. It's the only reason he wrote a letter went there. The three dots. Yeah. Okay. He, he wrote a letter, ended it with three I, dots. I told you, it's serious it's up there, so man. It's so serious. It's serious. The alien sent a letter to JFK. Uh -huh. Okay, now, now I can believe this. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now yeah. vote, mm-hmm. <laughs> if he sent the three dots, it's definitely mm-hmm. They didn't even show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pussies. Guys, uh, it's been a great first hour. You can follow Reggie online, uh, Twitter, Facebook. What's your What's your poison, man? You're always putting out videos. Reggie, doing, you do a bunch of creative stuff. Man. I know, man. Yeah. No, you're supposed to say thank you. You didn't say I know. I know because I'm arrogant. That's good. I like. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, check about Reggie Kush online. Uh, Reggie's here in St. Louis for a bit longer. Be sure to see him if you get the chance. Dude, so good to have you back in town, man. Yeah, man. I'm glad to be here, man. It's a good time. Guys, Travis is in New York. We're here in St. Louis. We'll take a quick break. Real quick, want to say thanks to Tech Electronics for all the studio love. You need to hit them up for any of your tech needs in the St. Louis area. TechElectronics.com is where you find those. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back.